Alright everyone, good evening and welcome back to Bashir Ibrahim Podcast and I'm still your host Bashir Ibrahim. In our last episode, we talked about the writing for the mass media, how we defined the media and its constituents were enumerated for clear understanding. So, the episode uh, highlight the basic principles and skills required in writing for the mass media. The news intro, the paragraphing, the logicality and sequential arrangement of facts based on the principle of the inverted pyramid so now today's episode we'll be talking about creative writing so before we move deep into the topic of today kindly give me a subscription and share this podcast to your friend on instagram and everyone who thinks we will need it i'll surely appreciate that all right so there are two main activities in literature which are the creative writing and the criticism so Creative writing involves like the use of imagination to entertain and or to pass across a message. Why criticism is the analysis of creative writing. So the concern in this episode is creative writing. Writing is a mode of thinking. Like creative writing is distinguished from other type of writing because the writer makes up everything. That is, the that type of writing is a product of the imagination. So it is not fact. It is actually fiction. So however. Through creative writing, the author is able to like project his thoughts and message to others. So therefore, one may use creative writing to pass to others messages that could be beneficial to humanity. So, let's move deep, deep into what I've said now. So, creative writing involves like the use of imagination to entertain and uh, let me just all to pass across a message. Why criticism is the analysis of creative writing. So, uh, a creative writer may become uh, a famous writer, like may become like a famous writer like Wally Shinka, who was the first black person to win the world's most prestigious awards in literature, the Nobel Prize in literature. And China Abichi, whose novel like Things Fall Apart in 1958 has been translated into more than 50 languages across the world. And Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie whose books have already won several awards in the Europe and in the USA. And there are types of creative writing and their features which we'll be talking about today. So, the first type of creative writing and its feature is prose. So, yeah, prose. The essence of prose is narration. You need to narrate. That is, like, telling of a story. So, the novel and its shorter version. The short story are types of prose writing. And examples of prose uh, writing include uh, Enathan John Born on a Tuesday, 2015, Lola Shonen's The Secret Lives of uh, Babashegi's Wife in 2012, and Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's The Things Around Your Neck in 2009, which is a collection of short stories. So, the features of uh, prose now, we have the characters. So, this uh, element who acts out the story. The elements work that is showing true words, uh, whose words, action, and thoughts the story is about are called characters. So they may be human, animal, or non human. So characters may be used in the writers by the writers to pass uh, information to the readers about the story, such as its themes and settings. So this can be done through the uh, characters' names, words, thoughts action and costumes 
So these are there are different types of character that a writer may use in either story. So the characters around whom events revolve, like more like the main uh, where the main story talks about, is a major character. If not, that character is minor. So every other character apart from the person who's uh, the story is talking about are minor. So the central character who is the focus of the interest is called the protagonist while the antagonist opposes the protagonist. So the character that changes positively as the story unfolds is progressive character while who is fully developed is round. Yeah. And that progressive character, the character remains as she or she uh, is from the beginning to the end and it started. So the uh, the character that represents something else or an idea is said to be symbolic while the stereotyped character is conventional character that is recognized easily by the reader and we have Cory character is used by the writer to pass information and that cannot be narrated or acted so that is uh, character as a feature of prose and we have another one which is the plot and conflict ah. Plot refers to the series of related uh, events that make up a single story. So, for instance, a story on uh, your first day at the university may be composed of several related events from morning until night. So, usually, a story should have a beginning, the middle, and the end. So, the beginning is the exposition where the characters and the conflict are presented to the reader, and the story begins to like progress through the use of suspense where events may not naughty may get naughty which is called the rising action and the problem one reaches is climax which is the middle that is the highest point that the conflict can get in from here the story begins to come to an end that is the falling action after which is the resolution or the outcome where the issue in contention are revolved all right so a major aspect of plot is a uh, conflict so this is that is this is the issue in contention, the problem that set the characters in motion. That is that issue that makes the character begin to act and react. So a story may have more than one conflict, just as there could be more than one plot in a story. So conflicts may be external or internal. Uh, conflict is external when uh, the struggle is between one character against another character, and one character against a group of character, one character against uh, an element of nature. That is, uh, for example, a raging rainstorm, or a group, or mm, a group of characters. So against another group of character, internal conflict is when a character has to struggle within himself or herself. So, for instance, when a story features how a character struggles to overcome his fear of swimming, conflict is such uh, is, is such uh, uh, a story is internal. So conflict begins to, like get complicated after its introduction to the reader and when the suspense can no longer be used the story reaches its climax and suspense is what makes the reader to keep reading to know what happens next so climax usually signals the beginning of the end of the story so another may begin to tell the story from any point of the plot beginning middle or end so a linear plot structure means that story begins with events as they occur that is chronologically uh, from the beginning goes to the middle and then to the end. A nonlinear plot structure uh, refers to a story that is begun either in the middle 
or the end in such a case the author would use flashback to present the event that has occurred before so the next uh, uh features of prose which is the point of views so this refers to like the perspective uh from which a writer tells a story first the person point of view is when uh, the writer uses one of the characters to tell the story thus the first person which is the singular or plural pronouns that is i and we are seen in the story and the third person point of view or the objective point of view is a technique whereby the writer merely reports the events of the story so hence the report is limited to what the characters say out aloud and the action so with the omniscience of omniscient point of view uh, the writer not only reports the character's words or and action, but he also reviews their thoughts. So a writer may use uh, one or more of this technique in one story. And the next one is the setting. So the place as well as the time where the action of a story takes place is referred to as setting. So it is possible to have different places that is geographical and time setting in one story. So a writer may or may not choose to state the settings in the narrative rather he or she may encode this in the dialogue names and costumes of the characters so it is vital that the place and time settings match with other information from characters and other elements so for instance the author should ensure that description uh, of the character dressing match the place setting just as language spoken by the character should correspond with the language spoken in the period in which the story is set so the next one is the language which is the last feature of the prose so the use of words is quite important in theory genres so a creative writer must possess the ability to describe in various ways objects characters events settings and etc like that so languages can be used to denote character for instance uh, the writer may use the character's use of language to portray the tree of shyness or to portray the status that is, for example, that the character is educated. So language is also the vehicle for conveying imagery as the present in uh, figurative language such as a simile and metaphors. So some of these uh, terms will be uh, discussed whenever we are talking about the other two genres. Alright, so that is that on the prose. And now we move on to the drama. So drama is another type of creative writing. And uh, drama is meant to like be presented on stage or film for film production. So the broad drama comes from the Greek word which is the dram, which means to do or to act. An example of a drama text includes the Zulu Sophola's Wedlock of the Gods in 1973, Olaruti means uh, our husband has gone mad again in 1977, and Toya Biodun's The Marriage of Arike in 2010. So there are different uh, types of drama. For the purpose of this uh, episode, four will be discussed, which is the tragedy, comedy, tragic comedy, and social drama. So let's talk about tragedy. Tragedy is the representation of serious action that ends in a disaster for the protagonist. And comedy is a drama that is meant to amuse and so things end happily for the characters. Uh, and tragic comedy mixed tragedy and comedy. So usually in this type of drama, 
a serious uh, a serious action that could threaten the protagonist is revealed but something would occur to change the course of the impending tragedy and the play ends happily and the last one is the social drama which explores the in the society and the place and position of the individual in the society so and there are features for drama which are the dialogue so drama shares in some of the elements of prose as we've discussed uh, discussed before which are namely the character the plots the conflict and settings and language and dialogue is also a feature of the three genres unlike the novelist or the short uh, story writer the playwright cannot inform his or her reader directly about the character so one of the ways the playwright does this is through dialogue so dialogue is an exchange between one or more characters while a monologue is a long speech where the speech reveals the thought of the actor so it is called soliloquy yeah soliloquy so however uh, it must be noted that all plays make use of actor like they make use of an actor which uh, has like share his thought about what is actually happening and all plays uh, make use of speech also so acting without speech but using only gesture and other bodily movement and facial expression is to mind m-i-m-e mind so whether there is speech or not action is crucial in drama all right so i don't the next stage uh, the next uh, features is the stage so the stage is a feature peculiar to drama although there are many different types of stage in drama this, uh, we will be this, we will discuss uh, our discussion will be focused on the type of uh, stages common to nigerian theaters that is they want more akin to the apron stage so this is where the stage extends into the auditorium that is the space between where spectators sit and the stage is divided into uh, three which is the right the center and the left so each of these is subdivided into three for instance the right stage is divided into one upper right which is close to the back of the stage and the second which is the uh, right which is close to the center voice to the right lower right which is thrust into the auditorium to the right of the stage so the wings are off stage right. and that is that on the stage and another feature is the irony so one device that a writer may use to create suspense is irony so it features in prose and drama and the poetry and then any other type of this genre such as tragedy and comedy there are three types of irony which is the verbal irony which is when a character says the opposite of what is intended and we have the dramatic irony when the audience is aware of something which the actors are not aware of and we have the situational irony when the uh, expected outcome is not what occurs all right that is that on drama and the features now let's move on to poetry yeah the poetry twinkle twinkle layer stuff stuff like that all right so poetry is usually distinguished from the other genres by its brevity and its concentration on emotion reflection thought and feelings that's according to robert and jacobs in 2001 so however there are some poems that can be quite long that is the epic and sonnet is a 14 line poem elegy laments uh, the death of someone white dredge also mourns the death of a loved person but is shorter and less formal than elegy satire makes fun of its subject why odd addresses someone or something 
So poetry was actually meant to be sung rather than read. So hence it also has elements like the rhyme and reading, which makes some poems to be pleasant to the ears and to remember. So let's talk about the features of poetry now. The first feature of poetry is the imagery. So the poet uses words to create symbol and images in the mind of the audience. So images are, are pictures that are built in the mind. These images play on five senses. So there are visual images appeal to the sense of sight. Uh, auditory images are to the sense of hearing. Olfactory images are for the sense of smell. Gustatory images appeal to the sense of taste. Uh, tactile images appeal to the sense of touch. While thermal images are referred to those that recall heat and cold. Kinesthetic images are for sensations of movement. So these images may be uh, invoked by words. Uh, word formation, sentences, figure of speech, and other rhetorical devices, and uh, similes and indirect comparison with another thing. So the thing being compared are usually dissimilar. What is needed is usually one or more quality of the thing being compared. So similes are identified through the use as, as, and like. So an example of a simile is she is as thin as a broomstick. Metaphor is a direct comparison between two things. So in this uh, metaphor, Kule is a lion. Kule is being directly compared to a lion by saying he's actually one. So perhaps to show he's courageous, her personification is giving life to inanimate things or ascribing human quality to inanimate things. So the uh, sun is angry today is an example of personification. Now rhyme is the use of a similar sounds at the end of lines. So it can occur in the middle of lines. An example of the end rhyme can be seen in the popular lullaby by Jane Taylor, published in 1806, which goes like this: Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how uh, I wonder where you are, up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. So star has the same vowel sound as her, just as I has the same vowel sound as sky. So this makes the poem pleasing, pleasing to the hears and also memorable, not easily forgotten. So, reading refers to the pattern of arrangement of the syllables in each line of poetry and also appeals to the sense of hearing. So, each line in the poem by Jane Taylor, which, were, which was sung uh, before, uh, is arranged in such a way that there, is, there are seven syllables in each line. The pattern of arrangement of each syllable is such that the first syllable is traced while the second is not. So the third is stressed, why the fourth is not straight, and the fifth is straight, and the uh, and the fourth is not. So the last label is stressed. So the regularity of this pattern gives the poem what is called the rhythm. All right, that, that is that on types of creative writing and their features. Now we need to go to the steps to creative writing. So, it is uh, important that it is in all types of writing to have a target audience in mind. So, target audience refers to the people who will read the piece of writing or sometimes the target audience will determine the genres to be used. So, to write a novel, a short story, a drama or poem, one needs to first think of an idea. Yeah, you need to like brainstorm your idea which is like 
the foundation of your writing your topic could be broad theme like love a specific idea like exploring the concept of time travel or a prompt like write about a memorable childhood event your choice here set the stage for everything that follows and this is where you let your imagination roam free you might choose a technique like mind mapping where you start with a central concept and branch out with related ideas and free writing involves writing without any specific goal allowing your thoughts to flow without constraint this stage is about uh, generating as many ideas as possible and the next thing is to create an outline you need to create an outline an outline serves as the skeleton of your piece so it is a roadmap that guides you through the structure of your writing so typically an outline includes an introduction the main point or plot progression and the conclusion these steps helps you to like uh, see the big picture and ensures your writing has a direct uh, or a clear direction and the next thing is to develop your characters if possible so if you are writing on a narrative piece characters are contra are central rather so give them depth by considering the backgrounds the personalities the desires the fears and how they change or grow throughout the story so this makes them relatable and engaging to your reader and the next thing is to set your scene so describe the environment in which your story takes place so this encompasses details like the time period the geographical location the weather condition and any unique features so these steps helps create a vivid and immersive experience for your reader so the next one is to establish a narrative voice after setting your scene you know we said the story is being narrative you are trying to tell people what has actually happened so you need to like uh, set the style and perspective from which you are telling the story first person which we give the I gives the personal and immediate connection while the third person which is he she or they can offer a broader view so you might also use an omniscient narrator who knows all character thoughts and action so the next one is to start writing as we all know so the introduction is your chance to grab your readers attention so you might introduce a character in a compelling situation set the scene in an intriguing way or pose a question that piques curiosity this is where you establish the tone and mood of your piece and now the next is to build tension or conflict so engage your readers by introducing a challenge conflict or obstacles that your character must confront so this creates suspense and compels readers to invest emotionally in the story eager to see how the situation will be resolved and the next one is the show and don't tell so rather than simply stating facts use vivid and sensory languages to help readers experience the story engage their sense and emotion by describing sights the sound the smell taste and textures so this technique allows a reader to become immersed in your narrative and the next one is to revise and edit so this is the process of like refining your initial draft look for clarity coherence and overall flow correct any grammar punctuation or spelling errors pay attention to sentence structure and word choice consider the pacing of your narrative and ensure it maintains the reader's interest so the next one is to seek feedback sharing your work with others whether it's friends writing group or mentors can provide valuable insights they can offer different perspectives point out areas for improvement and i like was working well in your writing be open to constructive criticism and the last one is to finalize and publish if you 
if you want people to know more about it, you need to publish it so once you're satisfied with your piece make any final adjustments decide whether uh you want to keep it for personal satisfaction share it with a select selected audience or consider publishing it through platform magazines and other outlets and that is just the simple steps of writing of creative writing and remember writing is highly individualized process and each writer may emphasize different aspects based on their style and preference so the key is to find what works best for you and allow you to express your creativity effectively and that is that on creative writing and the steps in creative writing and within this period of time we've actually covered uh, what creative writing has to do with which is the expression of one thought of feeling and creative writing has shows that imaginative writing is a deliberate and purposeful exercise that can be used to reach a large audience the creative writer must have a mastery of the language intended for use in writing so the language can be manipulated for maximum effect all right thank you for listening to this podcast to the end and i'm still your host bastille Ibrahim. so before we go kindly uh share this podcast to your friend on instagram and every other social media and we'll be, we'll be moving on to our next episode which happens to be the last episode of this uh season which is the writing the skill uh season and the next which will be the study skill is our next season and consists of some episode also so kindly share this podcast to your friends and fans out there to follow and let's grow together thank you i'm bashir Bright.